Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Friday, Eva. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my uh, daily, almost daily, except for Friday, because Mama Need a Life, uh, broadcast where I teach business and legal um, concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Who am I? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of the show and owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is, oh, you come from Florida? Oh, send some heat, girl, please. What that means is I help you get your business paperwork together. So if you are trying to get, you know, your business legit, get your EIN number, get registered with the state, make sure you have your contracts, make sure you have your business licenses all in order, I help you do all of that. And brand protection and hiring employees, all that stuff, all that boring stuff people don't want to think about that you have to think about, I help you, I help you get it together. Um, why am I qualified to help you do this? I'm so happy that you guys asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting now. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you guys have um, great business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just concepts that you need to know. There's no way around it. Um, now, if you would like to see how we can work together to get your business formation strategy together, you can book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client using the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There you will also find a place, uh, the, the link where you can get your invitation to my virtual vision board party where we are, hi Joey, where we are going to... Um, toast to our accomplishments, uh, set our goals for 2020 and strategies to achieve them. And we are going to come up with affirmations that we're going to recite every day. And we're going to share our vision boards with each other. All right. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, thanks. We got greetings. My sister's on the live broadcast on Facebook, y'all from Boston. Everybody say hi to my sister, Joey. Um, yeah, so the vision board party is going to be super fun. Those of you who kind of want a cheat sheet, like some type of document to help you get that business plan off the ground, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can find my business launch cheat sheet. It is completely free to download, okay? So that is enough about uh, me and my business. Let's talk about the show. The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys have sent me, stories that um, I get alerts about, and I pick the ones that I think have lessons that we can learn as business owners. Um, now, this is a discussion. This is not me talking at you. We're going to interact with each other. So I am going to ask you to mash some buttons, put some emojis in there. If you have questions, drop them in the comments so I can answer them for you. All right. So we are going to get started shortly. Where is everybody? Everybody just dropped out all of a sudden. Um, okay. So we are going to get started very shortly. I want to see some readies. If you're ready, let me see a couple of readies in the comments. Um, okay, is our recording devices ready? And we are having a special presentation today. It has to do with the title of the show, but we're going to wait for our special guest to come on into the room. All right? So can I get a ready, ladies and gentlemen? Because we don't want to leave the people in podcast land waiting too long. 
All right, so the delay is taking too long, so we're just going to move on ahead, all right? First story that we are talking... Oh, thank you for the Ready Sincere 39. First story that we are talking about uh, this evening. This is a cautionary tale, ladies and gentlemen, on what can happen when you think that, uh, you know, somebody's too small to steal your spot, all right? So there is a advertising and marketing firm in based in Chicago. They are called Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing. They have been in business for 22 years. Um, in 2014, they created a Super Bowl commercial for a company. And that commercial got them a lot of spotlight. Um, they, they were averaging around $85 million in revenue um, before the Super Bowl commercial. And after that, there was a surge and they were generating about $200 million in revenue. So there was a big surge in, in their, in their revenue once, you know, people found out that they were the ones who did this commercial. Now, here's the thing around the time that they create high shop best on the yard, y'all, our special guest is here. I'm very excited. All right, let's get through the story. So, um, when Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing decided to, or not decided to, but when they did this commercial, when they developed this commercial, they knew that there was another company based in Florida that was also called Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing. Now, this company was much younger than they were at the time. This company started in 2011. So in 2014, when Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago was making the Super Bowl commercial, they were only about three years old and there were two guys running the whole operation. So Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago didn't think that they were a threat. So they didn't even like pay attention to them. They, and you know, they had a trademark on the name Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing. They went ahead, they, they paid no attention to this company that had the exact same name as them, even though, you know, they were in the same industry, right? Here's the problem. After they, like I said, after they developed this Super Bowl commercial, their business like really ramped up. The problem was you had this other company in Florida with the same name in the same industry whose business was also picking up. Not to mention both of these companies that had the exact same name were attending same um, the same trade shows and um, they were pitching things to the same client. So there was confusion in the marketplace, right? So... What do you guys think Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago did once they realized that this small little Florida company was benefiting off of their success from this Super Bowl company? What do you think that they did? Now remember, Pinnacle Advertising, they've been in business for 22 years. Um, Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago. This Florida firm was only in business from 2011. So there's, they're, they're, there's about, they're about half as young right now as the Chicago Pinnacle Advertising, right? Um, I don't know if there's a delay, but um, I'm going to tell you what happened. So because Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago started losing business to Pinnacle Advertising in Florida, they, they officially filed their trademark in September of 2017. Sued? Okay. Not just sued. So I think I made a mistake and said they had a trademark. They didn't have a trademark. So this company was in business for 22 years. So we're in 2020 now. So they were in business since 1998. 
They only filed for their trademark in 2017, September 2017. And yes, sincere. And then they filed an infringement lawsuit against this Florida firm about seven months after they registered the trademark. Now remember, they'd been in business since 1998. They high SNNCC14 business picked up around 2014 and they knew that there was a rival out there and they did nothing but the rival started getting getting more business because of them and then they decided to finally trademark three years after that and then file an infringement lawsuit so pinnacle advertising in florida do you think that they just said okay fine whatever this is your name uh we'll leave it what do you think pinnacle advertising and marketing in florida did now they've been in business since 2011 they've you know they've been building this business up what at the time they got sued when they got sued it was like 2018 so they've been in business about seven years and then this other company comes out the blue and says hey you're infringing on our trademark that we got a few months ago what do you think pinnacle advertising in florida did i'm going to tell you what they did they did not take this lying down they counterclaimed against Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago in 2019. They basically said um, they knew we existed since 2014 and they did nothing. So we shouldn't be penalized for that. And the court that they went to, they actually agreed with them. They said that Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago had waited too long to, um, to you know, First of all, to fight this company who had been in business and also waited too long to trademark. And on top of that, they said that the trademark that they filed, which was the name Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing, was too descriptive and they invalidated their trademark. Meaning they said, you no longer have a trademark on your business name. Now remember, trademarking is not free. Can you imagine if you spend anywhere from $275 to $600 if you're doing it on your own or $1,700 to $3,000 if you're losing an, using an attorney, spend all that money to get a trademark and because you were lazy, you lost your trademark, right? So Pinnacle Advertising in Chicago um, has decided that they are going to continue to fight this. They are not going to just let the government take away their trademark. Um, and Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing in Florida, they've actually shortened their name to Pin just Pinnacle Advertising. So the one in Chicago, yes. So the one in Chicago, their full name was Pinnacle Advertising and Marketing. And so was the one in Florida. But the one in Florida, I guess they want to be more distinctive. So they changed their name, even though they won, they changed their name to Pinnacle Advertising. Okay. Yes, that is a damn shame, SNNC14, because this company, they were in business for for 22 years. Why did you wait so long to protect your name? So ladies and gentlemen, this is what I mean. When you're out here in the world, if you have a brand that you are building up, that you are confident in, that you that is strong, you want to protect it early and you want to make sure that if somebody is out there using your mark, you defend it. If you do not defend your trademarks, if you do not defend your brands, when you know someone is out here infringing, you can lose your trademark rights. It's something called latches. When you just kind of like let time go by, you don't renew it, you see somebody's out there, especially if you're waiting years and this other person has taken these years to build up their name with that name and you with, with that trademark and you never said anything about it, you can't just come here out the blue and say you can't 
do that. So if you have a brand that you are trying to protect, this story is a cautionary tale to you as to why you protect often and early. You don't want to be 22 years in the game and lose the rights to your business name, all right? Okay, so do we have any questions about that case? Because we are going to talk about something fun today. Um, my boo shot best on the yard is in the audience. Um, and there's a story that I want to discuss with you guys. And she is going to come on live and give us a breakdown. All right. So do we have any more questions about pinnacle advertising, about letting your trademark run rampant, about protecting often and early? Um, do you think this was the right decision by the court? Do you think they should have stripped the Chicago pinnacle of their trademark? What do you think? What do you think? SNNC14 said, lesson learned. Okay, that and that is all I ask, ladies and gentlemen, that you learn a lesson when you watch these videos. That's why I do this. I want this information to be out here for you so that, you know, you're not totally blindsided out there, okay? All right, so now we are moving on to our next story. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys, Sign up for my virtual vision board party happening January 19th. I'm going to have a special deal for vision board participants, and we are going to have an amazing time setting goals, toasting to accomplishments, all of that. So go to the link in my bio, Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, and um, sign up. Shop Best in the Yard said, I think that, that was a bit harsh, but they shouldn't have been so petty. Right. And the thing, it wasn't even being petty. It was being dumb. Like, that you knew they were in business the time that you did this Super Bowl commercial. If I had have any type of work that is associated with the Super Bowl commercial, for me, I'm going to assume that my star is rising. So it would be in my best interest to protect my things. Okay? All right. So guys, the next story we are talking about, I, I had a couple of questions about this in my stories today asking you guys. How many of you guys saw the story about Lil Boosie wearing um, a Kappa Alpha Psi sweatshirt to a basketball game or some type of sports game? How many of you guys saw that story of Boosie? If you saw, hi Coco with a K, if you guys saw the story with Boosie today about him wearing that Kappa Alpha Psi sweatshirt, give me a B in the comments. B for Boosie, okay? Um, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, <clears throat> Lil Boost, you saw it sincere. All right. So, um, SNNC14, that's the vision board party going to be on IG Live too, right? I got rid of my Facebook account. Yes, it's going to be on IG Live. Thank you for the B Shop Best on the Yard. AP Jackson saw um, the Little Boosie post, right? So, for those that don't know, Lil, thank you for the beat. Lil Boosie, he is a rapper out of New Orleans, at least Louisiana. Um, he has had some run-ins with the law. He was incarcerated for some time. He came out, um, and you know, has just been doing his thing. And apparently he attended some type of sports game the other day and was seen, he's from Baton Rouge. Okay. Thank you. And he was seen wearing, um, a Kappa Alpha Psi sweatshirt, which is a sweatshirt. Uh, Kappa Alpha Psi is a black Greek organization. And remember, we have been talking the last couple of days about Phi Beta Sigma and how Phi Beta Sigma, um, you know, went after Ralph Lauren for trying to sell those, those pants in France. Okay. Now 
Here's the the thing between uh, Boosie and Ralph Lauren. Boosie was not trying to make money off of this sweatshirt. It was actually a sweatshirt that he bought in the mall. Um, But people were very angry and up in arms about Boosie wearing this mark that is very significant to some people. And I thought that this was a great parallel with trademarks. This is why big companies come after people very hard when you infringe on their trademarks, when you use their logos. Because that mark, those Greek letters, they mean something. They have a reputation that they are upholding. And I feel like that was a lot of the anger that was behind people who did not like the fact that Boosie was wearing this this sweatshirt. They said that he, you know, he didn't cross no burning sands, da 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 but then there were also people who said, well, Kappa's like to stroll to wipe me down all the time and Boosie doesn't say anything. So what is the problem? So I was talking to Shop Best on the Yard, who, like I talk about her all the time, y'all, she makes, um, and Sincere 39 said, but it is a shirt sold in the mall to the public. And that's another thing that I had a question on was, was the vendor of the shirt an authorized vendor of that shirt? Right? Okay, so me and Shop Best on the Yard were talking, and Shop Best on the Yard, she is a member of the Deltas, I believe. As well, she is a crafter, and she makes custom items, and sometimes she makes university-themed items. So she has a very uh, good, well-rounded perspective on what it means to wear to wear these letters. And I think having her on would give us an idea of why brands are also so protective of their marks. So Shop Best on the Yard, when you are ready, I'm a, uh, if you're ready, give me a thumbs up and I'm going to send you a request to come on live to talk to us about why these Greek letters are so significant and why people are so up in arms against Boosie. Because I think this has great parallels with trademarks and why you don't want to infringe on them. All right? So we're going to wait for Shop Best on the... Okay, she said she's ready. Let me send... uh, Okay, I'm going to add her right now. All right, so Shop Best on the Arch. She is coming on Facebook. uh, I I don't know what I can do to... Just listen, because the sound should be good. All right, but here we go. Hello, my dear. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Can you hear me okay? I can. Oh, someone okay. someone just put in a comment. They said, good point. The frat should take issue with the retailer who sold the shirts, not with Boosie. They need to stop hating. All right. So, Brit, um, Shop Best in the Yard, um, better known as Brittany, she has a, a very well-rounded perspective on this. Also, go follow her if you want some amazing custom-made items. She made my parents some cups that they won't stop using. Um <laughs> But she has a well-rounded perspective on why these letters are so significant. And then I want to talk about how that, how that goes into trademarks. Okay, so okay. you take the floor, Brittany. So first, I want to say a few things. First, I'm not a member of Delta Sigma Theta. Oh, you're not? But, but the okay. reason you probably think so is because I post a lot of Delta Sigma Theta-themed items. Yes. <laughs> and that's because everybody in my family, all my friends, my cousin, everybody's a Delta. So that's probably why. Okay. But that's okay because a lot of people get that confused all the time because I'm surrounded by Delta. Okay. But, um, yes, Boosie, so a couple of things. This is so crazy. So let's first start with the um, Black Greek lettered order organizations, okay? Yes. So they were founded in a time when um, racism was very high, segregation was um, in play. Things were just very, very, very um, 
ugly in the United or the um, yeah United States. You know what I mean? It was just it was a really bad time then. You know, post slavery. So they were actually founded to help social uplift. They were helped for um, they were founded on activism, um, social service, things of that nature. So. Um, that's one of the reasons why they are held to such high esteem in the African-American community, because they were on that trail of equality, um, you know, justice, social justice, social upliftment of the community. Just They're very, very um, important pillars of the community, right? Okay. And so these organizations were also founded by um, educated African-Americans. So you had to have actually been in college or um a graduate of college to actually participate, and it's that's still um, a requirement right now as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a very big thing, you know, to wear the letters to represent yourself as. That's why I had to make the correction because I don't want to. Uh, you know? <laughs> we don't want you out here getting boosy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get back there. Okay? So I had to make the correction, <laughs> but yeah, they are very serious, and you know, even I mean, my mom, my aunt, I mean, I'm so connected. I've been entrenched in it all my life, but they do really big things for the community, giving them scholarships and feeding the hungry and just a lot of things. I'm taking on a lot of political and social things. Like Kamala, she was at she's actually an AKA, which is a Greek builder organization. So Kamala Harris, huh? Yeah, Kamala Harris. Yes, exactly. So it's a lot um, of history behind it. Now with the little Boosie situation, so the. I was in college 2003. 2003, 2003, when the whole, you know, like club bangers and I mean, all those types of songs that Little Boosie makes was popular, or when they when he made them and released them, they were very popular when I was in college. So let's say 2000s, the 2000 um, college students, everybody who was in college at 2000, every sorority that I know and fraternity that I know, they stroll, step, or, you know, do show. Oh, oh no. Wait. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Lucy's song. Okay. Am I back? Okay. Yes, you're back. Yeah, so, so they strong to Lil Boosie's song, right? Okay. So it's crazy that it would be a lot of backlash. I would think it would be more of an educational piece because I don't even think Lil Boosie, I posted um, in my story because I just saw an update, Lil Boosie apologized publicly and he also said that he just looked on YouTube and saw that every single Kappa video was a Kappa strolling to wipe me down. Uh. Right? And they actually put, because I went to look after I saw the update, they actually put wipe me down in the title. Of so if you go to YouTube right now and just put uh, Kappa stroll, S-T-R-O-L-L, as you will scroll through and see nothing but wipe me down. So, right, unauthorized, exactly as in underscore 14, unauthorized use of his music. Mm-hmm. So, it's a little unfair that they are in uproar, and I think it's really the older members of the fraternity because, again, the, the, the deep, rich history of the organization, mm-hmm. I think they're really the ones upset because the younger ones who actually use Lil Boosie's music is more on the lines of, and I'm, I'm really um, active in those communities online, they're really all talking about, well, let's make him an honorary member, let's blah, 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 you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's a mixed review as far as um, the organization members are concerned, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were upset. 
Well, what about, because what I was thinking about is, and in terms of trademarks, your trademark or these Greek letters, they, they, they give off, you know, they represent a reputation. Now, Lil right. Boosie, as much as we may like his music, his reputation in terms of, you know, standing for, for you know, I guess particularly these older Kappas doesn't look the best, right? That's so right. is, is it, is it justifiable for them to be angry because he's not a good representation of what a Kappa is or simply because he did not, uh, you know, do what it took to be a Kappa? I think it's um, more along the lines of he did not go through the process. He did not pledge. He did not cross, you know, the organization. He did. Those are the things they pledge. They cross, you know, the burning sands and mm-hmm. they enter into the organization. I think it's more along those lines that they're upset okay. rather than the rep- rep- the reputation. Because I, even though I don't know if the older members even know, you know, little boosty songs and things like that. And plus, you can argue too, like um, K. Michelle. K. Michelle music. Oh, sorry, my husband keeps calling. Guys. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got some comments. Somebody said, so, um, "Oh, sorry, go ahead." Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, so, uh, Busy Peach said the Q's and K's have a history of stroking to parliament, strolling to parliament, but you never saw Bootsy Collins in the letters. It's justified for both reasons. Busy Peach said it takes a lot to be in a frat. It does. It's very. It's a very, 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 very extremous process. But yeah, I think it's more along the lines of he didn't put in the work, okay. and they also have not deemed him an honorary member because there are some honorary members that they do different fraternities and sororities and even universities. You know, they give honorary membership to these people, and he has he has neither. So I think that's the problem because of the process more so than the reputation because like i said k michelle is a delta i don't know if you guys know who k michelle is the musician but she's a delta and she she's running around nude she is on reality tv she picks fights with people i mean it's a lot you know that they could even say that she's not representing well but they're not going to do a whole backlash on her because of the things that she chooses to do, because even though you're in a Greek letter organization, you're still a person. Okay. You still have to make your own decisions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yes, they do uphold a certain um, reputation. They do uphold a certain um, level of, you know, dignity and respect. They do. And so I think all of that um, is altogether the reason why the older um, fraternity members were upset. Okay. Um, some more commentary. Busy Peach said, you can't just put on the letters and claim it. She said, K. Michelle is, is Delta, but she better not do anything in her crimson and cream, making her sorrows right. look bad. <laughs> okay. All right, Busy Peach. So, I agree. Right. And they will sanction. And I think this has a lot of parallels with trademarks. You didn't go through the process of building this name up, of building that reputation up. So how dare you think that you can use right. my mark, Right. And then, and the crazy part is, so just like the other trademarks, just because you don't know that they exist doesn't mean that you can use them. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that is is in play here too. Just because he didn't know that this was so sacred, you know what I mean? Because I really think on Boosie's part, it was a it's an educational piece because he did not understand how sacred it, it is. You know, he wore it, but it's just like a trademark. You can't just be out here willy-nilly using people's trademarks and then you use the excuse, well, I didn't know. You know, you have to educate yourself, basically. 
So. Right. So thank you for that um, shot best on the yard for giving us kind of that behind of the scenes look. Why is that um, circling? That behind the scenes look into why people are so in arms about, up in arms about Bootsy wearing these colors. Um, it is, it, I, I really think that having that on the ground view is great for people to understand. So when you guys are having your Etsy shops and you're having like these and you're trying to use these logos, this is why these companies are going to crack down on you. You did not, oh, bye girl. You did not put in the work to build up this reputation. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to see you out here using somebody else's mark. Okay. Um, all right. So do we have any more questions about Boosie versus the Kappas? Um, it's okay. Shop best on the arts phone dime. SNNC14 said, kind of like wearing colors of a gang. You're not in or pretending to be a veteran of a military branch you didn't serve in. Busy Peach said, my daughter just crossed to Delta and she is not having it. All right. <laughs> um, if you look at my stories, I asked, uh, I asked you guys if you thought Boosie was wrong for wearing the shirt. Most of you said yes. But when I asked if most of y'all were in the divine nine, most of you were said no. So even those who are not in these Greek organizations are not, um, they, they don't feel like, you know, you can't just put these colors on. Busy Peach said she, she worked her ass off. Yeah. Your daughter, your daughter, she worked hard for that. Uh, I don't have the experience of being in a Greek organization. It wasn't something that was recognized at my university, but from what I see, it requires a lot of dedication. The people who are in them, they are, you know, they are really involved in the community. They take their, their reputation seriously. Um, so putting those colors on, why, while Boosie may not have known the ramifications, it, it caused a stir. And that's just like, even if you don't know that it's somebody else's mark, it's still going to cause a stir because you are using something that someone has taken their blood, sweat, and tears to build. All right. So let me see what time it is. Ooh, wow. Okay. So we are just on the cusp. SNNC said, I can kind of see why the frats are upset with Boosie, but I don't think legal action is necessary. There, what, there is no legal action. There's no legal action here. The only reason I brought up this case was to bring up the parallels between Boosie wearing these colors and, a, and someone out here with a small business using someone else's logo. Boosie was nobody. It's okay. Boosie was not trying to make money off of these shirts. As a matter of fact, we need to investigate this vendor who was selling these sweatshirts. Were they a verified and a verified vendor of Kappa wear? Now, um, yes, reputational damage. That's why people, that's like, you know, people are like, don't, don't have my name out here in the streets because your net, your reputation, that's everything. So this is why these Greek letters and trademarks really have a lot to do with each other. It's like, you haven't gone through this. You have not crossed these burning sands with us. You don't know the inner workings of how we built this. So how dare you put this mark on your things, right? Okay. So, uh, Busy Peach that can cause, says that can, reputational damage can cause just as much as financial damage. It really can. It really can. Um, so Rav 21 said, why sell the clothes to any and everybody if it's only for that particular group? I don't know if they do sell it to any and everybody. I personally have not seen, uh, Greek gear sold to, um, sold outside of university. So I don't know where... Uh, where he, where he purchased it. Hi, Surav Shanae. 
Um, Busy Peach said they do. Oh, they do. Okay. So it can be gifted. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. So we're, we have a, a good chunk of time. I thought, I thought it might. Busy Peach said it's sold in shops. I actually have to um, get going. So we are, some people buy as gifts. All right. So we are going to shut down um, in a couple of minutes, but I want to leave the floor open for a couple of minutes. If you have questions, want to remind you to go download the business launch cheat sheet. It is completely free. Go to Linktree forwards and consulting firm. AP Jackson said anyone may purchase an item to be gifted. All right. So, so Greek organization gear is available to the public if they want to gift it. Okay. Good to know. Thank you guys so much. Um, Shop Best in the Yard said he purchased in an ATL mall. It's a lot of bootleg and, and illegal stuff in ATL malls. Hmm. Somebody might need to go do some investigative reporting at the ATL malls. <laughs> Um, so, so rap 21 said, so if he were to represent his son who was a Kappa, would he still be at fault? I think they have shirts for parents of, or family members of fraternity members. Um, AP Jackson said you should be an authorized vendor. Um, okay. Busy P said he would be at fault. All right. So y'all take your Greek letters seriously. Um, I would love to continue this conversation further. Um, if you have any comments, make sure that you DM them to me, email. I would love to have a second section of this and shop best on the arc and tell us some more, you know, sorority and fraternity stories with her family and whatever. Um, but yes, go download the business launch cheat sheet, go sign up for my virtual vision board party. Um, I will be back on, on Monday. Remember, I do not broadcast on Friday because it's Friday. Um, have a great weekend guys. Take care of yourselves and I will see you Monday. Bye.